Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Derek here with Gamer Heroes. Uh, we have a very special episode today. We are going to be sh- showing you, having you listen to our live panel from Kansas City Comic Con. It was this past weekend, November 10th, 11th, and 12th. And on Friday, we held a live panel in front of an audience about guilty pleasure video games. I know it's a topic we covered once before, a couple of months back, a few months back, but this time we had some audience participation, covered a, a wider range of games, and had just kind of a, a fun, in-depth discussion. We talk about Nintendo 64, old DOS and Mac games, some arcade games, uh, just talk about a lot of really fun stuff. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, some of the audio quality might not be perfect because the, uh, the mic setup in there uh, was a little varied, but uh, we hope you enjoy it. Next week, we're going to be talking about our first impressions on Doom for Nintendo Switch, as well as my thoughts on Narcosis, which is an uh, interesting indie title about a deep underwater horror game for the Xbox One, is the at least the version I'll be playing. So join us next week for that, and uh, here's the panel. So I'm Derek. This is John. Hey. And uh, we host Gamer Heroes, which is the video game podcast on the Heroes Podcast Network. Uh, We're at booth number 643. We have four other shows on the network. Uh, Three of them are podcasts. One is a web series. All different topics, all different stuff. Um, So if you guys want to come by and see that, um, all of our shows are at heroespodcast.com. And that's that. So this is, um, I guess, episode 41 of our show. Yeah. Yeah. We've made it that long. We have. Talking to ourselves in a room. Um, (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so the topic today was guilty pleasure video games. And the reason we wanted to do that is uh, mainly because everybody talks about the big AAA titles, right? Everyone right now is talking about, you know, Destiny 2 and Assassin's Creed Origins. And of course, BlizzCon happened last week. So there's a lot of talk about that and people's cell phones going off. Um, And uh, we wanted to talk about games that maybe don't get the attention that they deserve. Games that we have fun playing and have played probably most of our lives. Come in, come in, please. I know, someone like looked in. Come on. But she's like, no. This is Guilty Pleasure Video Games. Welcome. Go tell your friends. We do. We have enough for everybody in the room. <laughs> No, no, completely opposite. Different, different topic. Uh, No, talking guilty pleasure video games. Um, So we all have video games, I'm sure, that we love to play, that maybe we don't want the entire world to know that we love to play for whatever reason or another. And so we were going to talk a little bit about that, and the goal was for John and I to talk about ours and also have, you know, some of you, I know we can't get everybody up to the mic today, uh, to talk about maybe some games that, that they think fit into that category for them. 
So, uh, do you want to start us off, or should I? Well, I want to start with the rules. So, oh, the rules, rules for qualifying as a guilty pleasure game is, A, it needs to be either horribly rated, or two, you need to just be completely embarrassed that you play Farmville and you enjoy it. Something like that. I didn't know it had to be... You know, I, that was a joke. That was an example and a, and a rule. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's what guilty pleasure is. It's something you enjoy that you, like, don't want people to know. Is this rated R? Can I cuss? I mean, our normal episodes are. Okay. I mean, just be careful. There's a lot of children in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to scare people away. We want yeah. more people in. We want someone to look in and see all the people having fun in here and be like, I need yeah. to be part of that. Um, but but I can kick it off. But like so like a, like a, you know, a guilty pleasure song would be like Take On Me by Aha, right? That's a guilty pleasure song. No, that's right? my my like, mix. One of, one, of, one of my guilty pleasure pleasure songs, I don't even know who the artist is, but it's Heaven. And it's because it's the only song that I could get a perfect score on on DDR back on the PS2. Wait, wait, wait. Is it that, that techno one where it's like, it's like, uh, can, I, I'm, not singing, the, no, no, I'm not singing okay, it. Just on the podcast, words, just so. say the words. No. You'll have to look it up. It was on DDR Castle. for the PS2. So anyway, so go ahead. What is, what is your, your first guilty pleasure video? Game? And there's no particular order, but, um, for me, uh, people may not like these games and they are pretty mindless, but the burnout games, it, there's something about, and there, in case for those who don't know what those are, they're a video game that is particularly about you driving a car into things. So <laughs> it, it's fun because, number one, you get to simulate, there is actually a uh, mode in there where you you try to cause as much damage in traffic as possible. So you you basically jump your car into traffic, right? And right. it ranks how much damage you've done. <laughs> so I like that. For some yeah. reason, uh, those games they're very mindless and they don't do very well critically, but they're a lot of fun. And it's like, hey, if I were to ever get into this accident, this is what would happen. This to is my how car. many points you would get. <laughs> I mean, if every bone broken is a point, then yeah. All right. Okay. But it sounds a little bit like Vigilante 8, where you would just, like, you'd have these ridiculous cars, and you'd get weapons, and you'd try and kill each other. No, cars. that's more like Twisted Metal. Okay. So I'm talking more like you're literally just just, you're just running through stuff. Yeah, just crashing into things. So it's like Goat Simulator for cars. Yeah, okay. and that's enough. Actually, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up, because that is actually uh, another one that is... Wildly entertaining, and it's the it is so bad it's game. good. <laughs> it's goats. Have you have you guys all played Goat Simulator? Yeah. So bad it's good, right? <laughs> oh, you don't need the simulation. You got the real deal. No, I had plenty of the real. It was free on Xbox Live Gold in one month, and so I downloaded it. Um, and yeah, so you're just a goat, and you go around, you blow stuff up as a goat, and you flip in the air and do like all this crazy stuff. I love it because it's like it's like that movie Tire. That you like rubber, the movie rubber. rubber. Sorry, All sorry, right. Michelin. A, I don't know. No, the, no. so the, yeah, the, the movie, uh, the movie Rubber is. It was on Netflix anyway. Is about a sentient tire that has telekinetic abilities and goes around killing people. It's a rolling. I actually have a T-shirt. Tire. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, like the first, like there's like a ten minute sequence where it learns how to roll, um, and it like keeps falling over and. It, it comes across like a beer bottle that it can't roll over and gets really mad and it starts shaking and it blows up the beer bottle. And that's how you know it has powers. Goat Simulator. Goat that, Simulator. That is how that was created. I would play Rubber the video game. I would play that. <laughs> okay, let's get on that app. Um, okay, so I'm going to give one. I've already given four, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead. 
right, so this is actually, this is definitely one of my favorite video games of all time. I love this video game. It happens to also be a video game adaptation of my favorite Disney movie, and that's Aladdin. Aladdin. I knew he was going to say that. SNES or Sega? SNES. SNES? Yeah. See, I'm a Sega guy, too. Sega. Sega version's different. It is. It, it, the graphics are a lot cleaner on it. I, I have to say, like, because uh, I'm gonna go and compare it because I got a friend here. We, although you guys had Turtles in Time at SNES, we had the Hyperstone Heist. Very, the same game jumbled up, but the graphics were much cleaner. They were different. So, and I introduced you. I let you try to play that one. Yeah, we did. We did. But I will say the music on. I love uh, Turtles in Time. Yeah, Turtles in Time has great um, music. So yeah, so Aladdin, Aladdin for the Super Nintendo. That game, it's an old platformer, much easier than the Lion King game. The Lion King oh game is impossible. Where you, where, the, where you have to, th- you do the monkeys in the Lion King game. Remember the monkeys throw yes. you up, and you have to pick the right monkeys, or they'll just throw you off the tree. <laughs> Uh, but the Aladdin game, of course, you know, back back when they used to do a lot of video game adaptations of movies, there'd always be huge chunks of these games that never happened in the movie. And there's this entire like three level sequence where you're inside Genie's lamp and you're trying to escape. Oh, yeah. and everything is totally ridiculous. Like there's these balloons that float up that are all the Genie's head. They all float up here. And when you grab onto the balloons, <laughs> his like facial expression changes, and there's like you're running on his hands at one point and. Um, so basically, a it's bizarre. really crazy acid trip. It's totally bizarre. Was it meant for people on drugs? I don't know. When the game came out, I was like seven. So so people were still on drugs. I mean, probably. I mean, yeah. Fair enough. It was the nineties. Uh, <laughs> so so yes, yeah, so it's one of, one of my favorite games. You would get uh, there were these character combinations that would be like your level password. So like I remember one of them is Genie Jafar Aladdin Abu. That is one of the passwords. I don't remember what level that gets you to, but that's one of the passwords. In that order. Yeah, Genie Jafar Aladdin Abu. That gets you to a level. That's not the first level. I'll take it. Um, and uh, cheat codes were really simple back then. They were well. These weren't really cheat codes because it would show them to you when you would get like it's like a save point. Yeah. Basically, you'd get to a certain point and be like, "All right, here's your password to get back to here." So it wasn't like a cheat code. It did was the same for everybody. Admit it. Did you ever have? Did you ever go back to the genie acid trip? I replay that game all the time. <laughs> I love. No, that I mean game. specifically that level. Um, no, I just play through it because it doesn't take long. Like you can play that right. entire game in like two hours. Like it's a short game, and so you can just play straight through it. So I actually want to hear from you. What were your favorite parts on the Sega version, which we agreed was different? Uh, I just love uh, when you're fighting Jafar at the end. I would skip just to the end just to fight the end boss. <laughs> fight Jafar. At, wait, like the snake, snake Jafar? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, oh. you, you have to fight him twice. Because you fight Jafar as Jafar. He's got the staff that he Stop, throws around. Yeah. There's lightning. And then he turns into the snake. And you have to fight him as the snake. And the snake just like does this the whole time. And there's lo- there's fire. It's not even lava. It's just fire. And you can't touch the fire. And he shoots these balls out of his mouth. I don't know what they are. And you're supposed to hop on them to get onto his head because you have to hit him in the head. That's intense. I mean, I love this. Back, Spoiler Back in alert. the day when you can just uh, kill something by jumping on its head. Uh, and there's this there's a scarab beetle, uh, this gold beetle that's in a chest. It'll fly around. And if you can catch it, you get to a bonus level where the genie spins a wheel, and uh, you press a button to stop it, and it gets you like credits or extra hearts or whatever. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's 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 one of my favorite games ever. I, I can tell it's so I, much fun. I haven't played it uh, for many years. I I bought Lion King on Sega Genesis recently. You know how they did the they did the reboot on the Sega Genesis. I bought that, 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy all these cartridges now. And I did. I spent a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> I put Lion King in one time to make sure it works. And I never touched it again. Two months ago, I went to go try to play it again. The cartridge is bad. <laughs> Can never play it now. We might be able to fix that. We'll it's see. not expensive to find another one of those, I don't think. But So uh, you guys out there, any, any games you want to throw out as a guilty pleasure? <laughs> Describe it. Describe it. So it's literally like a diner. You, it's a simulator where you run a diner. It's on. It's on Steam. I don't know if it's on other platforms. I got it during the Steam sale. Oh, okay. Is it the one? Oh, uh, I found it. Cook serve delicious. That's. I was actually what, gonna what go was down the, that road. Well, cook serve delicious. Cooks serve delicious. Just cook serve delicious. Okay. Right? With. Yeah. I like Thomas. it. So is it like is it like a Sim City thing where you run the diner, or is it more like a time thing? It, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to okay. compare it to. It reminds me of Diner Dash, right? Yeah. So people place an order, and there's tables, and you go get the order, and you bring it to the tables, but all this is happening at the same time. Is it kind of like that? Yeah, except it's a line order system. Gotcha. So it's like coming through the line, you have to have everything ready. And- oh, okay. So so it's like um, it's like Tapper. The, the old beer game, the old arcade game. Oh, yeah, game. where you slide yeah. it down the, the yeah. bar. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the, the arcade, if you, if you can find in the original one, actually had a beer tap control. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> because if you you didn't, you had to pour the beer perfectly, you could short it and you could overfill it and you'd lose points if you did that. That's one of my that's favorite arcade awesome. games. So that's it. a great Guilty Pleasure game right there. No, that's a classic. That's I've never different. even – I played the game, but I've never even known that they had an arcade version where you are pouring. So Tapcade downtown here in Kansas City has one. That's awesome. So you can go play it. Yeah. Well, I, I've only <laughs> been to – because this is becoming popular now where bars are arcades. And I've only been to um, – what's that one? Right, literally right down the road from Uptown? Here. Uptown, Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. It's great. Uh, but I feel like the, the selection's a little odd. It's, it's some weird stuff. Like, why do we need four Mortal Kombats? And, like... Well, Tapcade. I, I, right. It's like, we got... Exactly. And they're like... I don't know. They're like stuff that I'm like, I don't know why anyone would want to play Adam's Family Pinball. It's the but... three games that they know. <laughs> right? There's a, there's a huge pinball community. Like, these games are worth a fortune. Cause I, no, they are expensive. There's this community that loves pinball games. But Tapcade's got some cool stuff. And Tapcade has good food, by the way. They have really good food. They have my favorite burritos, the 420 burrito. Oh, this it's, guy's an advocate for tap. Do you I like work for tap. I don't. Cake? It's just delicious. It's chicken, steak, French fries, and Doritos in a burrito. <laughs> oh my god! And then if you're still hungry, they have deep fried pancake battered Oreos. Oh my god! We're learning a lot about you. I like food. Food. Is, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a reason to go. Like, I definitely want to go just for the food. So okay, but they do have a game that leads into my next. Guilty pleasure game. Go ahead. They have four players stand up Blitz two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and I have you know for, what I'm talking about. Blitz, I have it for sixty four. There is no game that pisses you off, <laughs> but also pleases you at the same time than Blitz. That's the perfect football game. I hate sports. Games, I agree. But if it's an arcade, <coughs> it's like if it's either arcade or it's just like a Mario Sports or just basically they basically 
made it unrealistic. Right. I like sports games. And they like gave you like powers. <laughs> who yeah. doesn't want powers? Well, so so for those who don't know what Blitz is, Blitz is a, a game franchise that used to actually have legitimate NFL teams, but they lost the rights to it. Yeah. And so, uh, but back then you and could players, play. Right. They didn't put the player they, names. They lost in there all either. of it. Yeah. They, 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 but they used to. So like Freaking Blitz two thousand, you could play as the Chiefs and the Eagles and the Patriots, and they had the team, the the actual players' names and all that. And um, it was very cartoony, and when before a game would start, there would be a loading screen that would have three little characters, and if you created these different ca- combinations, it would do stuff, like right. give giant heads to the players, like DK mode and Goldeneye, right? Like, <laughs> giant yeah. heads. You could do tiny, like tiny player, so like if you had the ball, you'd be like micro, like Ant-Man running down the football field. You could turn like fog on, and it was like really intense or, fog. Or there'd be ones where they're on, uh, everyone has like unlimited abilities too. Right, you can yeah. max out turbo. That's and, insane. Uh, but the way the game was set up was that it was like really not realistic football. So the Line of scrimmage. Instead of like, you could not go off sides. It was impossible. You could just run, and it would stop you at at, like this invisible line. You're just sitting there like this at the line. (laughs) So you could like get a sack on every play because you're just running full speed already. And if you if you sack the quarterback like two or three times in a row, your your team was on fire, which meant your players were literally like smoking. (laughs) And when the play was over, you could still like just beat up each other's players, like pick them up and like do like wrestling moves and stuff. Right. There's no penalties. Power ball, power no slam, every single one of them. I and mean, if you scored a touchdown, there was an automatic extra point you could pick. Like they're like, we don't even, we know you don't care. So here's an extra point. <laughs> no, but the thing about those is like, I think like, uh, I, I want to say for me is like NBA Jam kind of like paved the road for that kind of game. <clears throat> yeah. Do you play NBA Jam? That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's kind of like that that style. Where they're hang like, time, hang, hang time, time. is oh, blitz. We're gonna jump. NBA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna jump 30 feet in the air. We're gonna hang. <laughs> literally, the hang time. We're gonna hang in yep. there and then hit the rim, and it's gonna explode. Pretty much. Yeah, I like it. There was a glitch in Blitz 2000 that I always appreciate. So I'm from Philadelphia originally, so I almost oh, always yeah. play as the, the Eagles. The Donovan fan. And. Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb. Yeah, Donovan McNabb was a rookie the year before and got the start in the 2000 season, but they didn't get the code right. So the player is still the guy before him. Uh, (laughs) But if you run, they say the player's name. And so they said McNabb, but you clearly were not McNabb. You were clearly this other quarterback who had a totally different name and number. And I love that because, like, for me, I thought it was hilarious. And nobody else, I guess, would probably catch that. But it's Well, isn't he the only name they say? No, if you if I, mean, I guess they say Favre. And anytime say you're the, the quarterback and you run, they say the quarterback's name. It's just funny though because <laughs> we lost all the rights, but we still say their name. No, 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 no. That was later they lost. Uh, the so, a, like almost ten years later, EA bought exclusive rights to the NFL. So all of the other games, the 2K games, the Blitz games, they can no longer use actual teams, logos, or names, which is why those games don't exist anymore. And the 2K football games. Much better than Madden games. Much, much better oh, than I Madden agree. games. Uh, but they're all gone now because EA has exclusive rights. So If we're talking about a playability fun factor, yeah. I would I would pick an arcade-style um, sports game any day. Like That's why I think Nintendo kind of took their the Mario. They yeah. did the tennis. They right. did the soccer. Yeah, they the did, soccer game was really fun. It was actually. a lot of fun, yeah. and Because you, you could have the shells bounce off the arena, like back and forth. Like that, that. that was a lot of fun. All right, so what's your what's your next one? My next one, um, this one, 
This one kind of lays a little closer to my heart, and it's because nah, it has. Nah, nah. It, yeah, we got to have nice music, <laughs> uh, but it's because it. Um, there's memories that are attached to it. It's not necessarily a game that everyone is is known, and I don't expect anybody to know it. But Fusion Frenzy. Fusion. Now, we've Frenzy. talked about Fusion. I loved Fusion. Fusion Frenzy, Frenzy is a game where <laughs> you just play a bunch of mini games, and they're ridiculous. Like one would be like, who can crush the most cockroaches in this subway? And you're all competing against each other <laughs> at the one, same time. Game, yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there, you're with you all everyone's got a bat, and you're just crushing cock- cockroaches, and at the end of the the end of the minigame you win that challenge. So some of them were like, uh, you're gonna run up a giant corkscrew that's twisting while there's obstacles. So whoever can make it up the corkscrew without tripping on an obstacle wins. And uh, wasn't that for the first Xbox? It was. It, it was, was like a launch first, title. And they did, later on, they did a Platinum Hits, which right. I don't know how it made Platinum Hits because it wasn't critically rated very well and not everyone knows about it. <laughs> it, was, it was a launch title for the Xbox. So they're like, so when the Xbox first launched, for those who don't remember, it came with GT2000 and Jet Set Radio No, it was Future. Gotham, right? That Gotham racing game. No, it was GT2000. Really? I know because my, the car I had at the time happened to be in the game. That was like the coolest thing in the world <laughs> that my car okay, was, in, was in an Xbox game. It was awesome. Uh, but it was a, it was a, one of those back when they like would splice the games together on a disc. And so it was GT2000 yeah. and Radio Jet Set Future, which was the, the, uh, the skater spray paint tagging game, which I know everybody loves. Uh, actually, it was a really fun game. It was weird. I, I never played it, but I heard a lot about it. Everybody wore roller skates, and you would tag with spray paint different right. parts of these maps to get points. I mean, they, uh, Echo did something like that, the Mark Echo thing. Um, do you remember that? They, that they, I don't. They, they tried to do like a GTA version of it, but like it's all about graffiti and tagging the city. It was not a good game, but, but it's Fusion not my Frenzy, pleasure. man. Fusion Frenzy was great. Yeah. It was like 20 little mini games. They were all radically different from each other. Oh, crazy. Some of them were like, here, uh, let's all drive these little carts, and we're going – basically, there's a waterfall, and basically, there's going to be things that are going to come at you. You have to dodge them. Whoever gets hit by those falls down the waterfall. Right. It's so random. <laughs> it was, uh, let's see. I want to say 2000 and two, three. Two, it was. It was – I, I what year, did the, now, what yeah. year did the Xbox come out? I can't remember. 01, 02? I want to say 01 or 02. Right? Yeah, it was not that. Because it was a launch title with the Xbox. So, And they made a second <laughs> one, which was not very good. <laughs> which is weird because it's like, how did that game get a, sec- a sequel? <laughs> yeah. But we More had many games. I had a lot of, me and my siblings, we used to waste a lot of time. And that game had a lot of competition at the time because it was going up against Mario Party and all these other games that... Well, that's what it was. It was Mario Party with none of the characters. But more serious, though. I feel like it was a little more serious. And it was. The, yeah. the, game, the characters' choices were really cool, too. You had uh, Samson, and you had this guy who was like a... Samson was a giant, big guy. Clearly, Samson just seems manly. I don't know. And uh, the other one was like a, I want to say, European disc jockey. I don't remember the characters. I remember what the games looked like. Because you're always in, like, a vehicle, so you never really yeah. get to see the characters. Well, well I mean, they're, they're the bug one. You're just kind of yeah, running around. Yeah, that's true. With, with the giant mallets. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> one of the best games, and I'll leave it at that last one. One of the best games was you're on a ice rink, and it moves, okay? And basically, you guys get a, 
you get a sec, like two or three seconds to do a turbo, and the the idea was to knock them off the ice while it's moving. Oh, so yeah. everyone's bouncing around trying to stay towards the center <laughs> and trying to knock the other ones off. Um, it was a lot of fun, a lot of good times on that one. Um, but again, it was critically, it was it was shot down pretty hard, critically. Okay. How about other? Yeah, yeah. Bro oh Force. my god. We did a live stream of Bro Force oh. back in like April. No, bro, bro Force is like that is a great game. Come on, it, it, it takes every 90s and 80s action star, okay? And it's like the names, like almost the exact same names. So, okay, let me ask you this. Why do you think it's a guilty pleasure game? For me because I'm female, it's ridiculous. Blowing up South America. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh man, it's like Contra, but with updated graphics and like every reference you can think of from the '80s and '90s. I loved it. I mean, they had like they even had uh, from they even had. uh, Come on, I can't even talk here. What? I'll let you think about it. What is Ryan's favorite movie of all time? Oh, oh, uh, Big Troll Little China. Yes, and they had Jack Burton as one of the bros. (laughs) And it's like, come on, it's Jack Burton. Uh, what's cool about that game, for those who haven't played it, every time you die, you get reincarnated as, like, a different 80s action star. Yeah. So, <laughs> they all have their own names and bro. Right. Part of the- right. They, they, they all have, like, their own weapon systems, and it's random. You don't get to pick. So it's like, oh, you're Rocky, and then all of a sudden you're, like, Mr. T, and then you're... Yeah. I think Sigourney Weaver from Alien is you one of the characters, her. too. The bride from Kill Bill. Right. 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 And they all, yeah, they, they all have, you know, legally distinguished names. We all, you get to be Bruce Willis from Die Hard. You get to be, uh, everybody always wanted the Terminator because he gets a giant Gatling gun. Um, and you get to be Robocop. So. Right. Yeah. Who is it? One of the characters only has knives. He's the only one that doesn't have guns. Yeah, right. You just be machete. machete. That's right. <laughs> well, and Indiana Jones gets the whip. That's true. And I was like, yeah. But he has the pistol though. He has special, the pistol. His, yeah, the special's the he pistol. Has, but the whip is the one you can use unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's a platformer, like old-style, like, 16-bit platformer. That's so a good It's one. a side-scroller. That's a good uh, one. Yeah. That's I, a great see, game. See, I don't... For me, it's not a guilty pleasure, because it's just a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not guilty about it at all. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I am Toast. I don't know that, that one. one yeah. I am Toast? Kind of like the thing that you were talking about, where... <clears throat> the thing that gets mad is... Basically, you're a piece of bread, and your goal is no to, to somehow move around this environment and get to a grilling device to become toast. It could be, <laughs> it might be a toaster, but it might be the stove. It might be a, uh, it might be a heater. How do I play this? Where? <laughs> I don't even know. Just, I don't even know. That's like that's like being Pickle Rick, but in a toast format. I'm very curious. <laughs> and actually playing the but game. It's bizarre because you have to use like so many controls because basically each point. You know what I mean? You can move this one as a suction cup one, right? Then you can move the rest of your... You're just throwing your body into... Wow. See, so that right? needs to be a yeah. Switch game so you can use the touch screen. I, I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. That's fascinating. All right. A- any others? Oh, so I never did yes. that. I never did that. Just, yes. Just, just because I feel like if I ever had a party like that, it would just be like the sweet Larry Flint style party. But then just have hot coffee playing on, on an old tube TV. I am totally for it. I am all I like for it. it. That's like awesome. It. 
Man, yeah. Game Sharks, man. One of my favorite things to do with the Game Shark was uh, unlock the walkthrough walls cheat on Goldeneye and then play a multiplayer because the levels were all huge. Yeah. Well, come on! Like, so you go, you go to these closed off parts of the levels, yeah. cause, and there'd be there'd be no ammo, there'd be no med packs, and it's just like you know, winner take all, man. I that sounds terrible because you clearly know the layout. Well, you, yeah, you still beats I mean, me to this day. And Goldeneye, we tried to play it months ago. That was my that that was Goldeneye was my jam. It was all of our jams, but I haven't played it for years. Well, that was one of those, See, that was like where screen sharing became a real issue, right? Because someone would respawn, <laughs> and I would know exactly where they are, just yeah. like accidentally. Oh, like, what am I supposed to do with that information? Like, it's it, I'm playing on a 20 inch TV. They're right here. Like, <laughs> you know what we used to do back in the day? You know those poster boards that you flip out for science class? That you yeah. we used to put that in the middle. And me and my brother would play on one side, and we're talking like this is back when like a 24 inch TV was a big TV. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, we got a 24-inch in the back. And, uh... <laughs> what, your white van? Like, what was that? <laughs> what I mean, though, is, like, when you invite your friends over, you talk up your stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's back there. <laughs> and so, anyways, we would we would barricade that screen uh, on GoldenEye on, um... Basically any split t- split screen game, but I think that Goldeneye was one we did that a so lot. So once for. Halo came out and that changed multiplayer yeah. for for console gaming, uh, what we would do is I had a because I'm a nerd I had a router and I was like 11 <laughs> or 13 I was 13 and I already had I had like my own like network system so so people would bring over their you Xboxes, bring your Xbox yeah. and their TVs. And this was, you know, 2001. So everything's really heavy and we're like, you know, 13, 14 years old. And we would set up different areas in the basement so the teams couldn't screen watch. Good and times. basically the mess people up, we would like throw pillows behind us and <laughs> try and knock somebody off or something like that, you know. And it was just like mayhem, just utter mayhem in the basement of my house Those playing Halo. Oh, dude. Before, before all the Just online pistols? multiplayer and, like, now I never get to see anybody that I play with anymore. I miss that. Do you guys miss that at all, or is it just me? Oh, well, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that was another topic we had is um, the comeback of local co-op. And some games are starting to make them again. And I think the Switch, uh, we're pretty big advocates of the Switch if anybody hasn't played the Switch yet. It's a weird thing to be an advocate of. People are advocates of like really are, serious stuff. We're like, the Switch. Cancer now. <laughs> just the Switch. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> but it, uh, it, it's, it's kind of almost every game I've ran into from the Switch is uh, basically local co-op in some way. In even the newest Mario game, Odyssey, you can play as Cappy, his cap, <laughs> who has special abilities. But um, that's a huge, really good yeah. big point. Like, now everything's so focused on online, and some games I'll buy now just because they're local co-op. Because sometimes my wife and I like to play and get some uh, frustration out. I don't know. but It's better than hitting each other with bats. I don't so. know. I don't know where it goes, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> um, okay, so... my, wait, my wait, hold on. You, you didn't say... Well, she, you went in the first round. So I was just giving everybody a turn. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Fine. I was just giving everybody a turn. We're going, we're just giving everybody a Everyone, turn. Everyone, you didn't bring your, 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 didn't you know you were going to participate and come up with your own? Three from everyone? I'm just kidding. You're fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Originally, I thought we'd have this line out the door of right? people wanting to talk about games, but I'm kidding. Uh, so 
one on my list. So everybody knows like the SimCity games, I assume, right? This you you manage building these giant cities or Sim Tower and oh, Earth and all that. Game? But my guilty my pleasure mind. game is Dino Park Tycoon. <laughs> yeah. Which it turns out now that I'm an adult and I look back, it's not a video game. It is a financial simulation. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you pitch it to your children. And I didn't know that when I was – so in elementary school. So to give people some reference here, I'm 30. So in elementary school, we had IMAX, the original IMAX, the ones that were the, the big the monitors. monitors. That was yeah. the monitor, yeah. And you could on see the through. IMAX, there were very, very few games. First, we had Oregon Trail. The original Oregon Trail, which of course is a classic. And Dino, Dino Park Tycoon. Those were the two games. And Dino Park Tycoon, you got to build a theme park of dinosaurs. And Jurassic Park was big back then, right? And it wasn't like, it wasn't like SimCity because you had like no money. You had to buy, you had to create fences for your pens and like wood fences and chain link fences. Like my dog can get over the chain link fence <laughs> in my backyard, but a T-Rex is fine. Paddock um, <laughs> 9, Paddock 9 continues to fail. And like, you know, the fences all cost different amounts. You had to buy land and then you had to buy the dinosaurs and then buy food for the dinosaurs. So my dinosaurs always died because I always would run out of money. Cause you can, like when, cause it was, now that I get it, it makes sense. When you're eight years old, you think it's a video game. It wasn't. It was actually designed by a uh, college professor of finance trying to create a financial simulation for people. And that's what it was. So, like, you weren't supposed to just buy a bunch of dinosaurs. You're supposed to buy a dinosaur and then get people coming to your park. And then right. be like, cool, now I can feed my dinosaur. And then eventually get a second dinosaur. Well, let me ask you this. So, at that time... Um they had the other roller coaster tycoons out. No, that wasn't out yet. That was roller out coaster yet. tycoon so came this way paved later. The road. Um, well, so because they, those are exactly that's that's what those are. Those yeah, type of games. Roller coaster tycoon is much more of a game than I, Dino Park tycoon is. Sure. And roller coaster tycoon is wonderful. If you've never played, roller, go get that on. Uh, well, I would say get it on Steam, but my version on Steam won't launch, and Atari has been terrible helping me with that. So gonna, for all yeah. the Atari executives who listen to the show. Uh, <laughs> get it right. Your new Atari box better have this shit. That's, uh, that's where I'm going. Well, because it's an older game now, so my discs, like when you install it, like it doesn't play that well anymore, and Steam kind of is supposed to fix that. It won't launch. So whatever. So I rebought it for nothing. But uh, Did anyone play Roller Coaster Tycoon? Zoo Tycoon. Zoo? So pissed that my, like, I lost my disc or oh. I, like, I guess it occurred to like, I want to go play that again. It's like a really crummy game. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun to build a zoo. I know, well, that's what I'm talking about though, right? And you had to, you had to like, uh, I don't, I, I, from what I remember that one, you had to, you had people who come to your park and you had to manage their happiness level. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Isn't well, that crazy? In Roller Coaster Tycoon, if anybody ever died on a ride, nobody would ever ride it again. So you'd have to destroy the ride and build something else. Tell them what you did to make uh, to, so, to fix your reviews and your roller coaster. No, 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 no. This, <laughs> is, this is not. Tell this them. did not fix reviews. This is what you would do if you got bored or got really frustrated. This is so, like the psychopath in a, in a no, 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 making here. People who play Sociopath. The Sims do this kind of stuff. But like, so there was an expansion pack for the original Roller Coaster Tycoon called uh, like Corkscrew Follies or something like that, and it allowed you to actually edit the rides. So it used to be that you like had templates that you could build from, but this allows you to change 
everything, including the speed of the little carts. <laughs> so for anybody who knows what the boomerang is, it's that roller coaster that loops up and then you're supposed to, you know, go back. Right. Well, it turns out this, the velocity that that thing is traveling <laughs> really matters. And if you can reach escape velocity, you can just shoot off the end of the thing and it would just go until it lands and explode. And so I used to do that. Um, and that's how he kept his ratings good. And now one thing that I, this was an accident because it was really like it was hard to test this would be if you were building a roller coaster or like a log flume, which was one of my favorites, um, you could you could absolutely build it where there was too much speed for a turn. And this was always an accident because I wouldn't. That's not how you want it to be. And so they would they would come down and there would be a turn and it would just go whoop right off and okay. it would miss the turn altogether and just fly away. Um, you could you could pick up the people. Which was cool because people would get lost sometimes and be like, I can't find the bathroom. There's like 12 of them. And you're like, fine, here. And you like pick them up and put them around. But some people would just be really annoying. And so you could oh, like, like real life. you could drop them in the water and nobody in that universe can swim at all. So <laughs> you could just. Did, didn't that. you ever build a ride into the water? No, I never did that. No, I, there, I you could build like that. you could build like the swan rides and stuff where people could take out boats on the water. Right. So that's why my parks always had water because those were really popular. But um, if there was like a really annoyed park guy, I might I might do that. Just put him on the ride. Uh huh. Or the what you do is, if you're totally out of stuff to do, you can delete the path that leads out of the park. And trap everybody in and then charge everybody to use, like, the bathrooms. <laughs> oh, man. This is why it's a good thing I don't have, like, omnipotent powers or anything like that. You know? Well, it's like, you guys thought he was a great park owner. Imagine now with uh, Sim City. He owns a city now. Look, look there's only, there's only so many times you can city? play through the scenarios before you have to come up with something different to do. Sim City's different because you can't, you can't control it that way. What, do you have to pay people to come but, into their city and leave the city or what? No, you don't have to do that. Oh, you don't Sim have to City do 2000, am I right? right Sim City right. 2000 is like one of the greatest games ever. You're, you're not, you know, you guys don't. No one's playing. Uh, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Same thing, except with the city. We did torture our, city. We would torture our computer teacher in middle school with that game because so there in SimCity uh, SimCity 2000 there was a cheat code you could put in uh, that would unlock a special debug menu of other like disasters and stuff. Oh, and there was a volcano. And the way the, the it's an older game, right? Because it was SimCity 2000, but it came out in, like 98 or something. And um, <laughs> the volcanoes would build up block by block, and there was a sound that the game made which with each block. But the computers couldn't quite handle that at school. So what we would do is a bunch of us would set that up and hit volcano and then walk out of the room and <laughs> lock up the computers for like ten minutes of just the sound going. Oh my god! So did your teacher find out who did that? I mean, we weren't hiding it. We would just like you know we were in the computer lab. I was only like eleven, you know. So it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that was good times. All right, so uh, what's your next Back game? Because we got we we have we have plenty of time. Twelve so. minutes. Yeah, that, that uh, thirty minutes felt like a, the whole hour. Um, I'm running out. Uh, no, like this is something kind of small, but it's probably not really a guilty pleasure. But it is to me because I'm not a wrestling fan. I've never really watched wrestling, but for some reason I'm intrigued by those games. The WWE SmackDown, the game. Oh my god. <laughs> 
It's a time where you you could be the rock. Okay, we all know okay. who the rock is. Could you make him do the eyebrow thing? You, well, he just does it. He just does it. Okay. You can go fight people in the audience. It's just a really fun game. Like I I I have no no interest in wrestling at all. So it's a little embarrassing to be like, oh, I'm playing a game. I know nothing about the the characters, or I know nothing about the industry except for it's fake. Um, <laughs> But it's actually a lot of fun. Have you ever played the WWE SmackDown game? No, I have several of them because my brother, my little brother, bought them, and I ended up with all the games somehow. So I do have them. I've never played them. They're wildly entertaining. Wild, wildly, wildly entertaining. That's okay. Marketing terms. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> seriously, like the fights are really fun because I think it's because you're taking. Uh, if you look at you watch wrestling and you're like, oh, this is fake. This is fake. You know, from the clips I've watched because I don't really watch it. But sure, you sound like a guy who does not watch wrestling. But in the game, I'm very convincing, right? Got to if I keep subliminal, you know, subliminal. You 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 were, you were playing the game for a friend, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is why it's a guilty pleasure. I was actually very embarrassed that people didn't know that I didn't didn't watch wrestling. Uh, but uh, basically, you, it, it it takes the game something that you think would be fake. On, in real life, which is, and then when you see it in the game, it's you're actually hitting these guys, so it's a lot of fun because um, it makes it real. So the violence makes it better. The violence oh, makes it. Oh yeah, fun. we love violence. The violence, is real. The, vi- the, vi- the violence is real. Those Grand Theft Autos. Oh, <laughs> yeah, come on! Everyone here has played Grand Theft Auto and tried to raise that five star. Uh, That's true. I do see level. how long I can last without getting caught. That's yeah, true. who doesn't want to? Yeah. You know, you kill a couple cops, steal their car. I used to do uh, that in San Andreas. San Andreas was was the most accurate game. Accurate to what? That is that is a terrible life to to, to have to live. Oh, okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. Yeah, that that they they were onto something. But wanted level. Well, yes. Armies. The star star level. Yeah. Yeah. Any other games out there, you guys? <laughs> so when I made the Farmville joke, I offended you. No, Farmville is a long, packed, closed chapter. Like the okay. like Farming Simulator 2017. Which is coming out for Switch, by the way. So you play Stardew? No, no, no. Yeah. Farming Farm Farm Simulator. Simulator. It's actually called Farm Simulator. Oh, really? Yeah. It's very popular. Interesting. You're on a video game Super podcast. You should know that. Because it's like, I own, I, I worked on, like, with actual animals and crops and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say like you. So you go work. This is your job. You do simulator. your job, and then you go. It's training. It's training. You get to test the things you can't do in real life. A little bit, but yeah. It's just well, if I just don't feed them, we'll see what happens. And I can't, like in the industry, there's like no one who games, so anything is embarrassing. But it's like yes, I go play a simulation of this at the, in the evenings after we get off work. I like it. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. Hey, yeah, Star, Stardew. Stardew is more of an RPG that right. is about farming. Whereas farming simulator is like an actual simulator. Actual farming. Yeah. Um, I have that part of the game because I mostly do crops. I'm an animal focused, but I have pulled baby sheep and goats. So I mean, in the game, I, I don't do much of the animal side in there because I'm like doing the crops because I do animals IRL. <laughs> 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 
She's, she's like, I'm done talking. I, I'm, I don't know why I brought this up. <laughs> no, that's okay. awesome. I love it. That's Sim- cool. Simula- it's, it's like the difference between a Forza game, you know, and like a Need for Speed game. Like Forza games are driving simulators. I I, they're stressful. Yeah, they are. I don't like playing them because I feel like... Well, you're driving 200 miles per hour down the street. It should be stressful. You're your car. It should be stressful. I mean, you just can't imagine the insurance rates. But any any other games from you guys? Say uh, the Toy Story game. Oh yes, yes. Good oh man, I haven't thought about that game in years. I know. Years. I, as soon as he said that, <clears throat> memories just yeah. flashed through. Yeah, I just <laughs> like the yes. first level where like when you know like when he's trying to get back in place and like you're you know you're supposed to be racing against Buzz. But of course, Buzz is just like in the background. You don't have you're not actually right. Really racing him. So you'll just be like running through the level. And then Buzz is just like, you know, just like sprawled out at a time. Or just like, just around. And then like, you, like, you know, you, no matter how fast you get there, he always beats He's always there. Right. Exactly. That's fantastic. I totally remember that. Yeah, and I remember being like, how do I beat this guy? Because that game, that game, uh, so there was, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, there was a very challenging moment in Sid's room, Right. Where all the other toys are, you have to kind of avoid the other toys because they're going to attack you. The spider, the spider doll thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like a, it's like a, it's not like a sneaking challenge because it's not that complicated. Toy Story, the stealth game. <laughs> it's like The Last of Us, but with Toy Story. Like, Russ, take yo, a photo of our first panel. Oh, welcome. No, you're not gonna. You've increased our crowd by thirty-three <laughs> percent. There you go. I wanted him to do the math because I don't like math. Cool, dude. We're talking about guilty pleasure video games. Do you have any? Is there anything you'd like on the record? <laughs> so hold on, hold on. We got to give him a recap. So okay, well I'm gonna tell you my last one. Tell me your last. One. My last one. So um, there's a lot of MMOs out there. There's you know of course World of Warcraft. There's Eve Online. I prefer to play Star Trek Online. Because if I'm going to play an MMO, I should play the one with the smallest following possible. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so Star Trek Online came out a long time ago. It's an 008 game, I believe. And uh, you um, – mostly space battle stuff. But if you play through the, the actual missions, like, you actually get the – like, there's a lot of voice actors from the shows that are in the game. So, like, Leonard Nimoy did voice work for it, and uh, LeVar Burton did voice work for That's it. That's awesome. It was pretty cool. How about Shatner? Shatner has not. They have not asked him to. Because they didn't pay him enough, right? Probably not. That's probably what it is. Oh, because he's, yeah. But there's, there's, a, there's an, um, an episode early on in the game that you go back in time, and you come across the original Enterprise in the original series, and for some reason, because they didn't have Shatner, it's, it's Spock who talks to you, and he wants to know who you are because your ship is weird, and, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. It's a weird-shaped ship. But um, Star Trek Online, it's a, it's a good time. If you like Star Trek, pleasure? it's a guilty pleasure game because, first off, it's an, it's an MMO, which has a bit of a stigma against it anyway, right? If you tell non-MMO players that you play an MMO, you know, or you mention WoW, there's automatically, like, they've made a judgment about you at that <laughs> point, right? And so I, I, I've looked at the MMOs and said, well, I'm not going to play the popular one. That would be crazy. I'm going to play the Star Trek one. <laughs> Which, he is a huge Star Trek fan, by the way, so it doesn't surprise me that he plays Star Trek. That's true. Uh, follow me at the Star Trek dude on Twitter. His name is the Star uh, Trek dude. That's true. It is. It's, that's real. Um, but that's the thing. Like, there's a Star Wars MMO. There's Eve Online, of course, and WoW. And there's uh, there's lots of other MMOs. But like the Star Trek one, I've decided to play, and that's where I've I've spent a fortune on that game. 
I bought the lifetime subscription of that. It was two hundred and seventy five dollars. <laughs> and then tell them what happened recently. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so I priced it. And then they made it free. They did make it free to play, but I'd already got my money out of it at that point. Okay. Because if you paid for it monthly, by then you would have spent more. Right. Right, and that was my thing. It was basically, it was like two years. If you played the game for two years, the lifetime subscription paid for itself. And it wasn't until year, like, six that I went free to play. So, like, I got my money. I wasn't mad that I went free to play. Because I still get veteran rewards as a lifetime member that other people don't get. So that's right. That's right. Be jealous. <laughs> if you're I have about I have a special do. insignia. Okay, <laughs> Russ. Give welcome me to the show. Games. All right, what? Share what's what's a guilty pleasure, pleasure video game. game of yours? Everyone's been sharing. The yeah. whole the whole audience has been sharing wow. their guilty pleasure games. Oh. Do you have a, Do you have a guilty pleasure video game? Farmville is okay. We've already discussed we've talked about Farmville. <laughs> Which one? That's wow. not a guilty pleasure. That's a pleasure just in general. I mean, 13 and a half million people played WoW at its peak, so, okay. you okay. know. I, I actually was thinking about this earlier, and I do have an entry for a guilty pleasure game. Okay. Um, I haven't played it in a while, so the, the title actually escapes me. But basically, it's a, a game where you play an animate cloud of flower petals. And you just kind of, like, <laughs> go around. I don't recall that game. I don't either. I bet you it's something really obvious. The games that you've made in your free time don't count. No, this is this. It's just a bunch of like cotton swabs. He's just moving. I did. I didn't make a. I made a video game in college. I, I did not go to school for any any video game stuff, but I found Game Maker in college, and I, I made a video game. And my, I am not an artist. At all. So I made a character, it's and called uh, it's called Flower. The game is called See, Flower. it's a very obvious name called Flower. That's interesting. Flower is a video game. Uh, I'm trying to get a synopsis here. What does the wiki tell you, John? I was going to give you the whole thing. <laughs> it was designed and created in 2009. Like, no, it was actually on the PS3. Oh, wow. And now it's on the PS4. It's almost modern. That's like the latest game I think we, other than GTA V, is the latest game we've talked about today. Give me a synopsis. Give me my phone back. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. One game I like to put on the list sometimes uh, is Super Mario Brothers 2, because Super Mario Brothers 2 is a very odd game. So who who here has not played Super Mario Brothers 2? You've all played it. Yeah. It's a weird game. Like it's not like any other Mario games because it's not a real Mario game. It's Doki Doki Panic, and I love that about it because it's this weird thing where there's no timer and you pull stuff out of the ground and there's really no power ups, but you have a heart meter. Wait, this is, the, I'm gonna spoil. Is this the ending of the dream sequence type thing? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you yeah. wake up at the end of the game because you you've been throwing dream bubbles at this giant toad. That's not true. You've been throwing vegetables in his mouth. Uh, because vegetables are bad for you. That's what Super Mario Brothers Two taught you. <laughs> so, so for the back to flowers, but that is crazy. It's it's one of the biggest cop outs you can think of. Hey, play this entire game, do all of these things, make all these changes, and then we're just gonna flash bury you. This never happened. It was all a dream. It was a weird game though, right? Because basically, the, you know, for those who don't know the story. Uh, uh, Nintendo Japan was worried that Super Mario Brothers 2 was too similar to their first game. And so here they reskinned Doki Doki Panic and made it Super Mario Brothers 2. Our Super Mario Brothers 2 is the Lost Levels, if you ever want to play that. It is available on the Mario All Stars. 
Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah, because you got to pay for that again, right? On the Switch, though. Or you can get it for Super Nintendo, Super Mario All Stars. Which I mean, those all have like reskin graphics. They updated the graphics for the Super Nintendo, so it's not exactly the same. But for those who want to play the flower game, uh, <laughs> each, each level is represented by a flower in a pot on a city apartment apartment windowsill, and basically uh, you're taking the dream of that flower and. Each level, you're you're trying to move it to uh, other flowers through the air, right? You're trying to basically so spread weird. your seed. I don't know. I think this has a lot of messages. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a city. You're a plant. It's very oh, relaxing because okay. it's 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 much more of a almost like a flight sim kind of game where you're running okay. Around yeah, it says you kind of right. You you guide it. Right. My my relaxing flight game is uh, Pilot Wing sixty four. Pilot wings. That sounds like. intense. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. That was a good. You would one. just have gliders, and you'd have to land on these like spots. It was super, super chill. So I have one I want to add to the list. Um, this is your last one because we're running out of time. I know. I know. I'm gonna make it a fast. I one. talk too much. Uh, about Star Trek, it always comes up in every podcast. If you ever listen to the podcast, Star Trek always comes up. Um, I am a big sucker for the, uh, basically the little green. Green, you know, got like Sarge's heroes, like those type. Oh of, yeah, army, the army man army games, Sarge's heroes, man. All of those games. So I don't know why. Good. Like I am just obsessed with them. Sarge's heroes. Worms is fun, but Sarge's heroes. Like you're actually playing as the plastic army men. So right. Like, the level is like a kitchen, and that's like, why <laughs> I love it. It's the best, and it's like you're not. You can't really do much. Like you're pretty limited, but those are great. You're still games. shooting and blowing up crap, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, the good guys are green, the bad guys are tan. You know, and um, there's well, a, there's a, there were several. There was uh, Sarge's Heroes for 64. There was a sequel in 64. There was a GameCube one. Which one's the one? Uh, I think is it had a game mode called Tanks a Lot, and you get to be a tank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was like one of the best game modes you could ever play. Uh, basically, it was one tank. Everyone gets to try to get to the tank first, and of course, lay mayhem across the tan or green, whoever side you're on. But it was a lot of fun, and I'm a sucker for those. Those games. are great games. We, we, it's funny because we, uh, I saw Sarge's Heroes at Vintage Stock um, for like five dollars, and I called him immediately, and I was like, "Do you want this?" Yes. So we bought it. It was the GameCube one. It's hard to find. So, so yeah, so we have it now. We're playing. <laughs> We're going to start playing it again. So We'll probably stream it on Twitch or we something. We should. So. We should. All right. Well, we are running out of time. So uh, real quick, we are the Heroes Podcast Network. We are at booth 643. If you want to stop by and say hi, we have four other shows on the network. Three of them are podcasts and one is a web series. We cover TV and movies, cosplay, uh, Star Trek, Saturday morning cartoons, and of course video games. Woo! Woo. You're at a, another booth though. You have uh, Buster Props. John is a Read prop maker. So you're at what booth number is that? I don't care about the number. You'll see us in aisle 400 <laughs> uh, towards the. I mean, I, if you had to give it a number, it's, it's on the east side of the, but, of the of the room. Yeah, we're we're closer to the entrance. Okay. And, um, if you guys like to drink, there's that Maui Maui thing right kitty corner from us. Are you buying? Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, I I might okay. buy for myself. Fair enough. Anyways, well, if you guys want to see cool props or see something, I make Batman cowls and make uh, Batgirl. Um, I have some Pickle Ricks 
for those who like to watch <laughs> Rick and Morty. So selling those for twenty dollars, come pick one up if you want to pickle Rick. Four seventeen. Yes, four seventeen. Now, since you guys are here on the podcast, we actually are currently running a contest. We're looking for iTunes reviews. We only have three right now. So when we get to 10 reviews, we're going to randomly select one of those 10 people, and they get a free video game. And when I say that, I mean, like, it can be a AAA $60 title. It can be an indie game. As long as it's for sale and it's not a collector's edition, right, we'll, we will, the winner will be able to pick that game. Because we don't want to just, like, give one away and have people not be interested in it. We want it to be a game that you'd like. So... If you go to heroespodcast.com and then find Gamer Heroes on iTunes, give us a review. We'll give you a shout-out on the show, too, and then you'll be entered into the contest. So uh, we are at Heroes Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, all that stuff. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But uh, thanks, guys, for attending. I'm, so, I'm sorry the uh, it was a small group, but at least we all got to talk. So, yeah. yeah so thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, that was at Kansas City Comic Con 2017, our uh, first live episode of Gamer Heroes. Don't forget to check us out at heroespodcast.com and at heroespodcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, Twitch. Uh, don't forget to also review us on iTunes. When we reach 10 reviews, we're giving away a free video game. So get in there, be one of those first 10, and you might win a free video game. AAA, indie, you name it. All right, thanks everybody. We'll catch you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.